Always check with your physicians before making any changes to your treatment plan. So yeah, definitely uh, communication is really, really important and um, honest and clear communication is very important. Today, I have an extraordinary guest, a writer, Sophia Zoblin. She writes articles, most of which are related to medicine. The APP, or American Academy of Pediatrics Newsletter, published one of her pieces. I asked her to come on the podcast today because of a specific article she wrote, When Doctors Are Right. I hope from this interview, parents will continue to be gentle with themselves throughout their child's treatment, but will consider listening to the medical community and open lines of communication so they do not trot through this journey blindly nor alone. I can say from my own personal experience, this article, written for a different diagnosis, resonates within the pediatric oncology community. So... Without further ado, I welcome Sophia to Living with Scanxiety. Thank you so much. I'm so happy to so happy to do this. And we're so happy that you allowed us to do this. Um, welcome. What led you to write these medical articles? Um, so um, um, I lost my newborn daughter. Uh, Miriam is her name. Um, she died from a rare disease, uh, mitochondrial disease, two years ago in 2017. And um, she was my fourth child. I also have um, three healthy boys um, who are now 14, 12, and 7. And um, it's been a very shocking loss for us. Um, we didn't know this was coming. And um, she was born supposedly healthy and we learned about her diagnosis when she was three weeks old and she died when she was seven weeks old so um since then i've been processing my loss and i started to write some articles and some blogs just as i was thinking about my loss and just hoping to help other people and also to help myself um to go through my my own thoughts well, I'm so sorry for your loss. Um, that must have been extremely difficult. Would you mind giving a summary of the article to listeners when doctors are right? Um, sure. Um, so I wrote this article because um, pr- prior to that, I read another article that was called When Doctors Are Wrong. And it started out in a very similar way. Um, it was written by a mom. She she had a baby that... Um, was very, also taken to the NICU, uh, very similar to my daughter, had very similar symptoms, and um, they prayed for him. And uh, basically, they were giving a poor prognosis, um, but he got in, he got better and he got completely cured. And um, the this mom is writing about her experience, and she and she's writing that. Um, She's writing that basically the doctors were wrong, and she she's writing about her own courage, and she's telling people that um, her story ended well, and she's so grateful to God. But no matter how much someone else's story ends, that that's a perfect ending for them, 
And I just thought it was very upsetting. And it's something that we heard a lot uh, when we were in the hospital with my daughter. Many people came and visited us. I, they all meant well, but many people told us stories that they, they were pregnant and um, the doctors told them something could be very wrong, but everything turned out fine. And it was like um, was something they told us to encourage us to be positive and to believe that things will work out. But unfortunately, um, things didn't work out for us. And unfortunately, you know, I, my daughter had a different situation and a different disease. And I guess we, we believe in God and we prayed. And, but, but the truth is we also know that the way God runs the world is that sometimes terrible things happen. And then God doesn't stop them necessarily from happening. And, you know, tragedies happen. And so no, sometimes no matter how much you pray, no matter how much positive thinking you have, it's just not going to work out um, in the end. So that's why I wanted to write this article. Sometimes you might be part of the 10% and not the 80%. Right. And, and you still have to keep living with it and you still have to make sense of it. So, um, yeah, basically... I think when people give advice like that, um, if if you if if this is if similar advice is given by someone who also had a tragedy, then it's maybe a little different. But when it comes from someone who who had a miracle, it's just it could be very upsetting to people who lost their child or who had some kind of a major tragedy in their life. What's your take on how a person should communicate to somebody else in this time? when they are struggling? Oh, well, I think that most helpful thing is probably not to give any advice or not to say it's going to work out or it's going to be okay because the truth is nobody knows uh, what's going to happen for another person, especially with a serious disease. And the best is probably just to, just to be there and, you know, even, or even just to say um, that I'm here for you, um, and and that's it. There's really not that much more that you can that you can say to a person. So I feel the same way as you, and that's why I said this article really kind of resonates within the pediatric oncology community. Anything else about this particular article that you want our listeners to know about? I guess uh, for us, we felt like it was very important that the doctors were honest with us, and. Um, yeah, I mean, I, I know that some parents don't like that, but I personally feel that, you know, she had a she had a rare disease without treatment and we needed to know what we were dealing with. And, you know, it's hard to accept, but what are you going to do? There are diseases that don't have a treatment and some babies die and some kids die. And that's what we had. And what I'm getting from you as well is that the opening the lines of communication, I kind of mentioned that in the introduction, is really important. You don't want to go through it blindly. Am I taking away the right thing? You mean with the doctors? Yes. Yeah, it, that, I think that's very important that um, we get full information and honest information. And um, we also had a palliative care team involved, which was very helpful in our case. Because uh, they were not just there for my daughter, they were there for our whole family. 
and they were checking in with us every single day and asking how my kids are doing and how my husband and how I like how we are together and that was that was also very helpful so yeah definitely uh, communication is really really important and um, honest and clear communication is very important Fantastic. Thank you for sharing your story and also uh, reviewing this article with us. It really means a lot. And thank you for your time. Thank you so much. Bye. Just as a reminder, you're listening to Living with Scanxiety.